Well, good morning to the whole world, wherever you are today, whether it's morning, noon, or night. It's a great day, or I pray that it has been a great day. And uh, by the grace of Almighty God, we're starting a journey today on, wow, what a show. That journey is 31 days in the wisdom of Proverbs. And as you if you heard before, there is already a previous introduction to the book in um, the episode list. Our series is titled, Not Proverbs, But Apples of Gold. And we're going to run into that saying as we read Proverbs. I am really grateful that uh, Reams, Sister Reams, is here. And hopefully, good morning, Sister P. I have invited Sister Reams to be in the co-host position. So I am going to go back. <clears throat> well, okay, so I can't redo it. I already did it. So if Sister Reams, when you want to jump up into co-host, you may certainly do that. We're going to start today with uh, chapter one of the book of Proverbs. And I got to tell you, for me, chapter one just really sets the stage. It is a beautifully done. I mean, all of God's word is just major. You know, the, the beauty of it is is um, amazing. But this one really, really instructs us as we get on our way. So, <clears throat> Sister Rings, if you wanted to read, you could. If not, I shall take off and pray to the Lord that I have sufficient light so that I can see everything that is on the page. <clears throat> I want to explain something, too, about my voice. It's the voice <clears throat> sometimes of a frog. So when I get up in my house, there's no one to talk to. <laughs> I need to sing in the morning so that my voice is exercised and, uh, and it doesn't sound so deep. But as I read, I think it will change. So we're on our way. This is Chapter 1 of the book of Proverbs, and the book is going to tell you exactly who wrote it. Here we go. Verse 1, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, its purpose, to know wisdom and instruction, to prepare the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. Warning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, Come with us. Let us lay wait for blood. Let us lurk privately for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive on the grave and whole as those that go down into the pit. We shall find all precious substance 
we shall fill our house with spoil. Cast in thy lot among us, let us all have one purse. My son, walk not in thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path, for their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, and they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privately for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Wisdom speaks. Wisdom cries without. She utters her voice in the streets. She cries in the chief place of concourse. In the opening of the gates in the city, she uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit upon you. I will make known my words unto you, because I have called, and ye refused. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. But you have set at naught all my counsel, and with none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear comes. When your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish come upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For they that hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would none of my counsel, they despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whosoever hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Wow. Isn't that quite a reading, quite a chapter full of the wisdom of God to young men who would, or young women, by the way, because of course at the time that the Proverbs were written, um, <clears throat> the male was rather the leader, so to speak. There were women, of course, in, you know, in, in spiritually um, led positions God did call many women, but we know even today that we're in a patriarchal society and the firstborn was considered the firstborn. <laughs> it was a male. The male was considered the firstborn, I'm saying. <clears throat> so this chapter is filled with, first of all, a call. It really is calling this young man, the son of Solomon, to a righteous lifestyle. He's telling him that to know wisdom and instruction and to perceive the words of understanding, to receive instruction of wisdom and to, you know, it, it is wise to do so. And that is the purpose of this book. 
to give that warning and to to say that if you do not heed the warning, then when you call upon the Lord, he won't hear you either. So God has a righteous requirement, and that is to fellowship with him, to hear his counsel, and to follow his direction, because in so doing, we keep ourselves from the calamity of mis misdeeds, which all have a recompense. So, praise the Lord. Yes, that is the first reading from the book of Proverbs. And uh, the, the final verse, verse 33 says, whoever hearkens unto me. And this, of course, is the inspired word of God. So listening to the Proverbs of Solomon, you're also hearkening unto the voice of God. And whoever does that, he shall dwell safely and he shall be quiet from fear of evil. And if you know, like I know in this world, the fear of evil is upon us day in and day out. Everywhere there is chaos and strife. Things happen that are very, very distressing. And they, they are happening to other people in public places, which means that it could happen to you or I in a public place. It happens to people in their homes, which means that we are not free if we are targets of evil. And then wars and more wars and chaos within your own nation and insufficiency in a place where there is more than enough. The fear of evil is everywhere. So we want to hearken unto the words of the Lord. And we want to know that wisdom is shown everywhere. Remember Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God. The same as it is said here, that wisdom speaks in the streets. You can see just by you know, the um, activity of those things that happen in the, we say in the open space, in the marketplace, that there is a wisdom. I'm talking to a young man that I met in, in, um, in my work years and years ago, and his interpretation of what he sees, as he calls it in the streets, is to have a certain opinion about things, but the opinion doesn't have to be altogether right. But wisdom is there and has guided him away from some many, many things because wisdom is there. Now, how he interprets it doesn't have to line up with God's way, but the wisdom to move back and to change directions, that really was there for him to see because the outcomes tell us. On the other hand, when things go well, and uh, our young people and our you know old, and everybody follows the way of wisdom that that we meet in other ways like um, uh, completing our our education or uh, being kind to others and receiving the reward of that kindness that too is a wisdom 
we see people also striving um, for those things which are righteous and good, and we see them achieving those things which are righteous and good. And so that too is a wisdom. And I'm, I tell you, we're not talking as scholars here. We're just responding to the words that we hear as we read God's word. Sometimes it is very much, you know, it's important, and I'll begin to look things up and, you know, try to try to bring a, a more scholarly view. But mostly as those of us who are in fellowship with each other in the body of Christ, you know, um, we should study, we should study, and we should discover as much as we can uh, about uh, the the background information and the language from which it was uh, written and read more than one interpretation so that we really and truly do begin to understand the word. Though by the spirit of the living God, I think God gives us also before even that happens, uh, the uh, an understanding such that we can make application in our own lives and and really benefit from having read and looked into prayerfully God's word. And that's one thing I did not do before I start. I always like to say, open thou mine eyes, that I might uh, understand and um, really, really comprehend that which you're saying to me. Here, Lord, are treasures. This is, this is your way. And you're calling us to live your way. So we ask you, Father, to open our eyes that we may see and understand. Our ears that we also may hear and obey. And we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Good morning, Miss Mary Curitan. This is great. Thank you so much for joining us and for liking the show. And if you have any comments to make, if you can shed light more on this chapter, I would love to hear it. Ah, this is great. So I, I feel that cannot end. I must continue to, to talk about this book of Proverbs because we have <laughs> we have visitors to the studio. Anybody, has anyone ever, of course, I believe you've read it. Have you read the book of Proverbs lately, though? Lately. If you, if you have, you know, say yes or say no. Um, it's stacked with one point after another. Sometimes these proverbs relate in a series like chapter one. Chapter one, probably chapter two and three, the early book, they are giving a particular message. And so they are, these verses are relating. However, the proverbs are just that. They are a list of Proverbs, sayings, we sometimes we call these um, an adage, you know, like if I said apple a day keeps a doctor away, that's an adage. And that adage is not necessarily when when directly applied, it it might not keep the doctor all the way away, but it is providing a service to our bodies. So I remember when my, my grandmother was um, prescribed an apple a day. I was surprised because I had grown up, of course, hearing that adage, but I never knew that that you know that that it meant what was happening right then and there. And I think it was done to to help in her digestion because she had become a little bit immobile. She was not as as active as she had been, and so even though an apple a day doesn't doesn't um that prescription won't 
won't necessarily work out the fact that you'll never have to see a doctor. That apple a day has a benefit to your soul. And so these proverbs are like that. If you apply them, right? If you apply them, or we apply them, I don't like to say you, if we apply these proverbs to our daily lives and in our decision-making, it is very probable that the outcome that we are looking for is going to be there. Very probable. And that's the excitement with Proverbs. And let me tell you, there are so many of them that um, every it, it's important, I think, to read them often because you kind of grab hold to a, a few of them, you know, and you can walk in them and not forget them. And then you grab a few more and you walk in those. And pretty soon you are walking in wisdom and you are also repeating wisdom and hearing it for yourself and others are hearing it. And in a day such as today is where our young people are so challenged with many, many allurements for pleasure and evil, we ought to speak more and more the Proverbs, the wisdom of God, just as we should with all other parts of his word as we are studying and getting to know the Lord more and more, and he's raising us up, we spend a great deal of time in his word. And before you know it, you didn't even know you knew the word, but up it comes out of your mouth because it is by the spirit who brings all things into remembrance. When we need uh, direction, he is there. And this is just another part of it. Little nuggets that we can carry. Good morning, Mawaha. Well, that person, uh, Everyone is welcome. This is wow, what a show. And I'd like to continue um, uh, saying to everyone that uh, um, this, this wow, what a show has everything to do with God being evident. His presence, his power, his creation is the evidence of God himself, and you are his creation, and I am his creation, but so is the dirt we actually walk on, <laughs> and if you live in a wood house, <clears throat> excuse me, the wood that was carved out of a tree is his creation, and the furniture that is made from that, and the oil that we use to heat our homes, or that that refined oil that is the gas that we burn in our cars. You see, God is really everywhere. The psalmist writes that he is shown by the very daylight and the night and the firmament and the, and the mountains and the hills. But he's everywhere. Oh, he's everywhere. I just get really. Uh, so I want to I want to worship him when I talk about the vastness of the evidence. And you know, people want to say God doesn't exist and nature is whatever nature is, right? And then I go back into um, history and try to disprove true is things that are true, right? Because they just don't want to acknowledge that there could possibly be a God, and yet with within their own power. There's nothing they can do that God has done to even sustain their very lives on this earth. I have no problem giving honor, recognition, and glory to the person who created me, the power, the knowledge, the wherewithal that goes into what God has done. And I do this broadcast so that I could 
say that over and over again. That's about the sum total of it, right? <laughs> Everything that we are doing here has to do with that. And so the recognition of God makes me say, oh my word, wow, he's on display. What a great showing. What a great manifestation. And to think, according to Genesis, he prepared all this so that man could live in it. This is this place was made. It's like a great big old house that houses millions and millions of people, billions of people. And we're all in it together. And so we strive to know our father and to come in good relationship with him and all of the children of his redemption. So we have spoken this morning, Proverbs chapter one. <clears throat> the title is given us in verse one, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, right there. You know exactly where these came from. Then we are given its purpose. Now, uh, you know, you can dig a, 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 a bit harder in other parts of the Bible to go to have this much laid out before you. The purpose is right there. And it is to know wisdom and instruction and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive instruction of wisdom, justice and judgment and equity. And what is it written in Micah? What does a, the Lord require of you but to live justly and to, to, to act justly and in equity? Right? There are three things. I can't quote them right now. But I, I hope you know that there's in, I think it's in the book of Micah verse. Mm, I just put it up for the pastor the other day. Okay. Um, so there it is. And, and then it further says that a wise man will hear and increases learning and a man of understanding shall obtain. You'll get the wise counsel and you will understand the proverb and its interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark saying, and dark there is not uh, dark as in, you know, no light, but the depth of the sayings. You, you'll, you'll understand what it means in, a, in the deeper level of things. So this is it, right? And then the warning is there in verses 7 through uh, 19. And then wisdom, where, where you find it, it's the, the voice of wisdom is in the places that is are, are given us in verses 20 through 33. So go back, you know, and, and read through that. And of course, if you have a King James Bible, you may have those, those um, separations I do in my Bible. Uh, I have a Bible that I love and I, you know, I've had it for almost 40 years. I shall never get rid of it. I pray 40. Uh, yeah, it's uh, The Open Bible by Thomas Nelson, the publisher, and it's the King James Version. And I grew up on King James, and it's the one I, you know, I'm familiar with the language of uh, of the King James. So sometimes when I'm reading, I will simply interpret some of the these and thous, because that's really what gives people the, the trouble, right? But uh, other than that, it's very poetic, and the Bible was written in in poetry. So we miss it in some other versions. And I, pre I prefer to keep that Jewish rhythm uh, in my head. It makes me know that I'm talking to the great God of all creation. 
knows, you know, it's it's what happens and what works for me or what works for you works for you. And you can read whichever Bible. And so one wanted to actually come in and read from another um, uh, version. I would I would love that. No problem. In fact, it might be a good idea if we read from King James and then from a more current version. So I'm reading um, I'm reading a comment from Reams and it says reading interesting in reading ingesting the word is beneficial for our spiritual develop, development it surely is that's our transformation wouldn't you say sometimes we're too smart for our own good in our own humanity we attempt to explain life our surroundings but we are limited. We surely are. And I tell you, I, I would have majored in biology if I had known I could conquer that math like that, you know, like I wanted to. Math used to scare me to death. It doesn't anymore, but it sure did use, you know, when I was in high school. And so when I got to college, I realized how much I loved uh, the cell chemistry. Uh, and it could be called molecular biology, yes. But I love that stuff, right? It's, it's math driven. But what I learned there is that the scientists, the physicists, all those people give us so much information about the world, the unseen, the stuff that uh, we can't see that provides the power, the energy, the complication of the things that we are using, like uh, the motor in your car and what makes the thrust of that thing turn, those wheels turn and you move forward, right? So we don't, we, you know, the average of one of us, we're in a different field. We're not thinking about all that when we, <laughs> when we jump in our cars and go. And then also the, um, the thrust that makes an airplane move so fast that it can actually float in the air. That is miraculous to me. And the atoms that were split to cause that uh, hydrogen bomb and then the atomic bomb. And there's going deeper and deeper and uncovering more and more and more. All that stuff is a provision of God. Man did not create it. And the more they study it, the more they find. See, they're not discovering things. In, in fact, they're not creating things. They are discovering what's already there. And I was talking about the, um, the, 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 the heavens declare the glory of God. And just as I was saying that one morning on the, uh, one, one evening on the uh, podcast, it occurred to me, woo, this was amazing for me, um, that God spoke, the Bible says in the book of Genesis, he spoke, he said, let there be. And everything that we see in the natural world came to being. And what happened? Because if you study this natural stuff, you'll find it is made up of some things you cannot see. Not at all. And then I'm amazed that people really tapped into a tree and found maple syrup. Oh my goodness, I'm thinking, how did they know that Sarah was in that tree? <laughs> oh boy. But when God spoke, Every molecule, atom, every subatomic particle heard him or came into being at that moment and became the thing that he pronounced. Let there be light. What's in light? 
How in the world does light happen? And anyone, you know, you've studied in school, light travels. It doesn't just sit there and light for you and me. Light has a, a, a trajectory. And that's why we te- are told that um, it takes light years to go from here to one other celestial body, right? Because they can, they, they, they project, they project, that light is, is showing them how long it takes the light to get out there or something. I'm no scholar here. Yes, math, math scared. Yeah, I, I used to be amazing, uh, amazingly afraid of math. For what? And math, math is, is the logic of many things. And so we should never fear it. I would love it if, you know, if I could, if I could start a math school for, for children who fear math, I would love to do that. I'm only smart enough, you know, I was smart enough. I'm only knowledgeable enough about math to do such a thing as that with elementary kiddos. But that's that's who God made me. So I would love to do it to take the fear of math out. Math is an amazing area of study and everything works together. We compartmentalize it in our school system. So you study math over here and science over there and literature over here and uh, uh, what is geography over there. But really and truly, everything intersects. All knowledge has an intersecting point. And it takes everything to understand the, the next thing. If you can't read, you're sure not ever going to really be able to uh, decipher math because math itself is a language and you have to read through math to get it, you know? So anyway, I digress and I'm going off and off. Wonder of wonders, God is truly amazing, I'm telling you. And one day, Sister Reams is going to sing that for me. God is truly Amazing. She has a beautiful voice, everyone who's here. Welcome at Supi Sukpur, I tell you. I would love to know where you guys are from. Um, uh, but Sister Reams, I love that uh, we're sometimes too too smart for our own good. Right, and let me tell you, we we reckon things. You know, we, we determine that something is true. And then we go about making it true by every, anything we can find. So you're never looking at the full picture uh, of a matter, especially when it comes to God. People look for little nuggets in the Bible to say it is contradictory when no no such thing is is true because they haven't read the whole Bible and so they don't understand that it's not contradictory. You know, they've not yet discerned God's meaning and his the direction he's taking us in. And then people look for ways to disprove um, uh what's happening in our in our society with other people well she's just this or he's just that or all that's you know you just look for ways to to disprove it without really understanding or knowing uh any of the information that that informs it good day hello there tony he is here praise god thank you so good to have you here this morning Okay. Thank you for trying it all. Thank you for tying it all together. You're making those connections very interesting. Yes. Uh, and, and thank you so much for every comment because you are right. It's a blessing, mommy. And Tony, you, oh, bless your heart. He, he's, he's in a different time zone. So, so he meets us uh, in, a, in another podcast that is in our time zone. And here he is again this morning, which tells me he didn't get a whole lot of sleep. (laughs) May God bless him. And I pray you can go back to sleep and and rest in this day. So, yes, uh, Sister Reams, 
the connections are important and that we have to be slow in our determination of things because we are limited. You wrote that before. We as human beings have been given a, a tremendous um, uh, intelligence, right? We There are many really great intelligent people and we're so impressed with uh, people who are intelligent and smart. We're so impressed with that. Not realizing that God has given you also a brilliance in a particular area and he wants your brilliance to shine as bright as the lights that you are looking into and calling so smart. And being so smart, right, we discover things that could cause the whole world a calamity. And we were really wise if we really could hear the Lord. We would put those things to better use and uh, not cause so much destruction. But we're not. You see, we are a fallen creation here. And um, we need redemption to give us back our connection to the very God we try to denounce. When we have that connection, then we are able to apply his wisdom to those things which he allows us to understand and to uncover, discover in his creation. And so that is a value in reading Proverbs to gain wisdom, to know discretion and understanding as it is written. Oh, it's a great, great read. And I'm so glad that you guys have come in to join in with the reading of Proverbs. We shall go forth for 31 days. And I was in the bed this morning myself, uh, Tony, having gone to sleep, I guess about 11.30 my time and feeling quite tired because I had had about four or five hours with my grandchildren who are delightful, but they are very energetic. And uh, I was thinking, Lord, when I make these 31 days, what you going to do for me? And I closed my eyes again um, because I think I awakened the first time about 6.30 or so. I closed my eyes again, right? And um, don't you know, he just opened them again for me. At, uh, <laughs> in time to get up and prepare for this reading this morning. He's wonderful. The Lord is good. And when he has a plan, he enables and empowers us to complete the plan. I love the Lord because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Psalm 116. I love the psalm. I tell you, I love it. Let me just say because he is inclined his in ear unto me. Wait a minute, I'm, I'm saying it wrong. And I don't want to say it wrong. Anybody got it there? Psalm 116 says, mm, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. Isn't that something? You can just do what I did, Father. Mm. I'm very tired. With you. How are you going to do this? How am I going to do it? And there he, he just moves. He just moves according uh, to your supplication, to your inquiry. So that's all what we're doing. You're asking him for help. He translates it just right. And then he gives you the help. Because he has 
inclined his ear unto me. Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. Ooh, I love it. The sorrows of death compassed me and the paths of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yes, our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. I was brought low and he helped me. And I say, return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. May God be praised. Isn't he wonderful? And the psalmist goes on there. It is a wonderful psalm and has been by my right hand. There are many scriptures that the Lord has given just to walk with me, keep me going, to lift me up, to remind me who he is, who he is includes what he can do to help me and to help you. So, I was massaging my boss's feet and I saw the notification <laughs> in the servant's position. That seems to be Tony. Praise God. Thank you so much. Anybody want to say anything? Because these are nugget readings. We're here uh, just to read through Proverbs. And I am so grateful that all of you have joined. We shall read again this evening um, uh, uh, This uh, the same the same chapter or what, twice a day we're reading through Proverbs and we're doing it to capture the time zones that people may be living in. Um, so I think for, you know, thank God we have a morning, a morning session and uh, those who get us at night, but it's your early morning hours, you might just want to come in the morning session and those who live who are now at night might want to catch us in our evening session. So I thank the Lord. Father, you are so great in your way. You alone know the plans. And so we submit ourselves to you that we would cooperate with you, Lord God, obey you, follow you in that plan for our lives. Teach us, God, when we hear your word, open our eyes that we might behold the wondrous things that are in the law, Father, as David the psalmist writes. And then, Lord God, cause us to hear, really and truly heal our deafness, Lord God. And so doing, Father, you give us the transformation that you were declared we ought to have. Be transformed is the command written in the book of Romans chapter 1 by the renewing of your mind chapter 12 I, I apologize let us Lord God be people who receive who receive and obey who are your witnesses in a world that is torn and where many people live in pain and in fear and in want I ask your provision for all those who come into this studio and beyond, Lord God, their friends, their families, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Be blessed, everyone. Be blessed. And thank you so much for coming. Have a wonderful day. Okay, Tony, what was that? Do it again. I'm sorry, I missed it.
I don't know if that was a call-in invitation. It went too quickly. One more time, Tony. I'm looking. Oh, a clap. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. Okie dokie. Um, excellent, excellent. It, was not, it wasn't a request. Thank you. You sent me a gift. Look at Tony Ritchie. You're the sweetest of all. Your gift is coming to uh, fellowship with us daily. I love you, Tony. And may God bless you abundantly. Keep you safe in every way. Bring every good desire to pass. All those things that you have, have put before him, I know he will cause you to obtain in the name of Jesus. Walk with that king day in and day out. Walk with him and you'll walk right into the very, very plan and purpose that God has for you and everything that you desire because our desires really line up with his desire for us. So we can say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. May God be praised. I love it. Okay, guys, we're going to be leaving. So if you got another word to say, you better tell me quick. Anything to do to, to add? I can still hear you. Mary Curtin, thank you. Blessed be the name of the Lord every day. Thank you. I hope that your day has the characteristics of this music. Delight and joy and praise and puts a smile on your face and works through every complication with the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Love you, Tony. <laughs>